Welcome. This is a safe place. Why don't you make yourselves comfortable and have a seat on the couch? This is not quite therapy. Are you comfortable? Hell no, I'm not comfortable. Hey, Brian. Hey, Chrissy. Tell me, how does that make you feel? I don't want to talk about it. Is it going to hurt? Oh my God, this is awkward. I'm not qualified to give advice here, but... Can we sit this close together? This is Not Quite Therapy with Chrissy and Brian, a how-to-do brand show about divorce, dating, and single parenting promised to be packed with awkward moments, insights from a couple cuties with absolutely no professional credentials, but plenty of life experience, and intense sexual innuendo. Yeah, so much sexual innuendo. Are you ready, Brian? God, Chrissy, I'm going to need a drink. All righty then, let's get started, shall we? God, that intro is so true. It's it, We made a really great intro. It's, it's super accurate. Accurate and cringy all at the same time. Oh, yes. Very much so. Which I think is what makes it accurate. I think I'm so sitting too. here just like, cr- I, we haven't done this in a little while. No. It's been a minute. No, I was actually nervous to, to come back in and start I know, again. I know. And uh, so, yeah, this reliving that intro, I can, I still <laughs> remember sitting on that couch like in the other room. We don't sit so close together anymore. We don't. That but is nice. before, like, it was, that first one was. Oof. It was fun, though. It was fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all been fun. It's all been fun. It's all been so much it's all fun. Laughs. Heck of a good time. Heck of a good time. Well, we are yes. back. Uh, we have four more episodes, and then the show will close, Brian. That's terrible. We're almost done. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, maybe the people are bored of us. Maybe. Maybe they don't like us. Maybe. Although I told you that we're number one. I wasn't going to rub that in anybody else's faces, but no, you know we are crushing it in the popularity department. We really are. We're very, very popular. Just oh, the whole reason I do this is to stroke my ego <laughs> and be popular. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like me, like me, please like me. Please like me. People like me. Um, you told me you think that I'm going to want to do the show again, that I'm going to close it and it's going to be yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And then you think I'm going to call you and be like, yeah. let's do the show. Yeah, because something's going to happen and there's going to be some dramatic thing or some life happening. And then you're going to be like, I should talk about this on the air. And you won't quite feel 100% comfortable doing it in your other in your other uh, realm with mm-hmm. Ms. Heather. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I might get a phone call for like a one-off or something like that here and there, which I'm happy to do. Um, and I'm just glad I get to keep coming back for the Chrissy and Heather show because I yes. think that's that's a lot of fun too. It's called How to Do Life, right? With Chrissy and Heather. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Search for that that's in wherever one. you get your podcasts, and you right. find it. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. It's right here. There you go. Where are you listening to us now? Wherever you are right now. Wherever you are right now. Just search for the other thing. <laughs> no, it's probably in the same feed, isn't it? I see you putting this on all the same. It feeds. is. Uh, we we transferred. This show used to be on a separate feed by right. itself, right? And that's why people are getting to hear our old episodes now yeah. because we put it on the same feed. I so, love it, which is actually a lot of fun. I like it. And <laughs> Believe it or not, if you're hearing this one, we're actually way better at it now than we were <laughs> like a year ago. I think so too. We've I mean, been, we've improved greatly. We're, we're amazing. We are great at what we do. Brian, after the week we have had, after the month we have had, after the year we have had, mm. let's make a drink. Oh, yes. Is it hot in here? Are you parched? I'm parched. How about a drink? How to Do Cocktails is brought to you by How to Do Life, a podcast about, well, how to do life. You can listen to How to Do Life right here, where you're hearing us now, or find them on any podcast app. They are literally everywhere. And here's our disclaimer. How to Do Life right means drinking responsibly and moderately. A drink is not a necessary component to intimate conversations like the one you're about to hear. Here, here, announcer man. Yeah, but it sure doesn't hurt. I just did something that I've never in my life done, 
and I'm, I'm sniffing it. You're jelly. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I know. Just from the odor. I know, right? Okay, well, so tis the season, mm-hmm. and um, I am of the belief, I am team eggnog all the way. Mm-hmm. I think that we should be drinking eggnog in March. If ever there's like a bad like national bit of news, like they should just crank up the eggnog factory and like <laughs> and we should all be drinking eggnog. I love it. And so today's drink is spiked eggnog. Do you ever make eggnog yourself? Like make your own? I have licked into it. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things like it's like it's like buying a beach house. It's like I'd rather rent one <laughs> because that's a big hassle and right. a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Making your own eggnog seems to be a lot of hassle yeah. for something that I drink way too quickly. Yeah. Like uh, this is a this comes in quarts. This is uh what we've got here today is organic valley eggnog. I picked the fanciest looking one and it was also I like the most that you expensive. picked the fancy, most expensive one for me. Yeah, this Organic Valley brand uh, on the, all their dairy products, they have the name of the family farm where they come from. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's different farms, and, and they get their stuff from different cows. Mm-hmm. And this one comes from the Parker family. Thanks, Parkers. Yeah, so the Parkers just are crushing it with their eggnog. And it's very festive looking, and it's delicious. And I just, my kids drink it. Like, I drink it. Like it's going out of style. Did you drink it like plain? I do drink do it plain. Do you warm it up? Do you just no, drink it ice, out of the... ice cold. Ice cold. I drink it yeah. ice cold. And so uh, today I'm going to be spiking it with a little bit of uh, bullet uh, bourbon. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, a favorite of mine. I like the bullet because it's a little bit, kind of a little bit of a spicy, spicy to it. Mm-hmm. So it goes well with the eggnog. Mm-hmm. And then you sprinkle just the tiniest little bit of grated nutmeg on top. And you get a little nose full of that. Yep, yep, you did. Well, what's the that thing yet. that you did that you've never I, done before? I poured all of that in your coffee because you yes. said that you take nutmeg, I'm sorry, you take eggnog this time of year as creamer in your coffee. And I I've never, never encountered that before. But someone told me that there's a place, a coffee shop that has an eggnog latte. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's going to be disgusting. But I just smelled yours and it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. So in the area of, in the era of COVID, I won't be you know, putting my mouth on your glass, but, uh, you know, it does smell pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do my own little eggnog, my own little nutmeg. I'm letting him get his ready so we can cheers before yep, we move yep, on. Yep. Mm, it's going to be good. Ah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Very noisy. <laughs> Doink. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. The microphone stand got in the mm-hmm. way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It is very good. That's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Let's get into some foreplay. Hey, Brian. Yes, Chrissy? Want to fool around? Uh, what are we talking about here? Like, first base? Second base? Yikes. I don't think that's what she meant. So, in the era of COVID, as you um, just discussed, you had something you wanted to tell us. I got it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm the luckiest boy. I got COVID-19. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. So mine was just, I mean, I am grateful that uh, my case was considered mild. But um, yeah, it, it came on like a little sniffly cold. I had a little tiny little cough that I attributed to allergies on, mm-hmm. looks like, on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of went away and I slept fine. And I woke up Thursday morning with a low-grade fever. They got worse throughout the day, topped out almost 103. It was 102.8. Pretty solid temperature. And then I got sweaty and my fever broke. Mm -hmm. And earlier in the week, my one of my kids had had a 24-hour sort of bug, and and he had a fever that broke and went away, and he was back to normal the next day. And that's kind of how I felt. And the fever broke and went away. I went to bed without a fever on Thursday night, 
Woke up Friday, had a fever again, mm-hmm. 101, 102. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not cool. So before I went into the weekend with, you know, quote unquote, being sick in the time of COVID, I thought, you know, I don't want to have all everybody, you know, ragging me and calling me COVID boy or, you know, <laughs> Mr. Rona. So I said, I'll Mr. shut them Rona. up. I'll like shut that. them up. I'll go get a test. And so I went and got a test and son of a gun, I and tested. you were Mr. Rona. I was Mr. Rona. You were the real Mr. Rona. Yeah. yeah. Within about 24 hours, all sense of taste and smell went completely away. Yeah. And I felt like I basically had been run over by a truck. I just was like super duper tired and I couldn't taste my food. And so I, I revolted for two days and I had like Taco Bell and McDonald's like bite squatted to the house <laughs> and um, basically laid around for, for two weeks. But in that affects our, my divorce life as well because I couldn't have my kids for, right. for two weeks. They mm-hmm. had to quarantine because they were around me before I got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So they had to stay out of school And the little for one weeks. tested negative. They yep. all, all the kids tested negative. All the kids tested yeah. negative. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they couldn't be around me and they couldn't go back to school. So they had to do digital school at my ex-wife's house. I'm sure. She loved that. She did. She was, you know, she did, she did great to her credit. She did a good job and she has a flexible job that'll let her stay home That's and good. kind of work from yeah. home. So it worked out for the best, but, um, just, you know, I'm grateful that we have the kind of divorce where, um, we don't, you know, spend a whole lot of time fighting about days and hours mm-hmm. and so she just kind of took them for two extra weeks and then i took them for two weeks and we we're kind of calling it even and even it out yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it, uh, it it worked out fine and then i eventually did test negative and then um the woman i'm seeing uh she also tested positive mm-hmm. and so she had quarantine for two weeks and so yeah it's been it's been a whole a whole ordeal well, I'm glad Not that you fun. are better. I'm glad Not that you're fun. recovered. But I feel like Superman now. I've got the antibodies and, you know. Now it, you're magic. Now yeah. I'm magic. Now you're good. You know? mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, I'll tongue kiss Corona all over, <laughs> all over town, you know. All over town. Yeah. You know, you did a lot of volunteering to make out with people while you had the COVID. I did. I like, did. You were really soliciting kind of hard. Yeah. Well, see, a lot of, you know, big mouth friends of mine were like, you know, I just wish I'd go ahead and get it because I ain't scared of no Corona. And then I got it and, you know, no one came around my house and no one wanted to come hang out with me. And I had, you know, I'm just, I'm happily, I'll freely give it to you. Like, you can just go ahead and get it out of the way. No one took me up on it. Bunch of chickens. So I think it was post, post your COVID, but not too far after. On a Monday morning, a week or two ago, Mm -hmm. like pre 8 a.m. Oh God, yes. You started blowing up my phone. Everything I know is a lie. (laughs) Yes. And everything that you and I thought we knew. Mm Mm-hmm. So back to on, be a lie is also a lie. So we're like in double lie territory. Back on episode eight, oh. you and I had a discussion about, which is months ago now. Like it doesn't right. feel that long right. ago. No. People, people think it was last week because that's when it has come out on, on this feed. But right. it was months and months and months ago that we got into a discussion about whether or not Sinbad was in a movie called Kazam or whether um, it was a false mandala effect memory that right. collectively millions of people have right and so what happened to you a week or so ago i'm sitting there minding my own business doing my morning instagram check mm-hmm. and i see a, a conversation like a text conversation it's a screenshot of someone else's text conversation referencing that this movie doesn't exist and explaining that it's one of those collective false memories mm-hmm and then below that, the guy sent back a screenshot of what is very clearly Sinbad dressed as a genie talking to the two kids from the poster that we all remember. Mm-hmm. 
And they're telling me that this isn't real. And I'm like, it's that's that's it. The movie exists. And so I sent this to Chrissy and said, what the actual F is going on? It was like text after text after text after text. (laughs) Chrissy, what is happening? Like, is this real or is this not? I need answers now. Talk to me now. (laughs) Right. And you didn't. You waited like I was on my way to the radio station to do a show. To, I, as soon as I got here, though, I did pose it to the 93.3 team, and we decided that we think it's a deep fake. Which is just a terrifying prospect in and of itself. Right. That so these things happen. I thought we would talk for a few minutes about deep fakes and about, like, do deep fakes make us not believe anything? Do we, do we think, like, that's got to be a fake? Because we, we know about that. Like, if we didn't know about deep fakes, yeah. then we would be just mind blown. But movies camera tricks all the things right. have come so far yeah and now they can do this stuff and they can harness our voices and they can do everything or is it going to lead to where we don't believe anything is real like even things that are real are we going to think they're not i don't know it almost with that technology it almost seems like there needs to be some sort of like a geneva convention to like put that genie back in the bottle because <laughs> they can make genie. genies shazam <laughs> wow but right I'm you are circle. so good um, but you know they can now make it look like you know I saw a deep fake that is referenced, like, labeled as a deep fake, just like to to illustrate the technology of like Vladimir Putin announcing that he was invading South Korea and like and all of this all this and, and it was right. his voice and it was his face and his lips mm-hmm. were moving and it was just a regular newscast like he was standing at a podium and I you know it was fake right and it's it's terrifying so I don't know if how how we as society progress past that fear that right. it could be a fake it's mm-hmm. you know i don't know we're really ruining everything you've gotta mean, we really are yeah like if you think of like society like you know, reality we're ruining reality it's not gonna we're right mm-hmm. we're basically setting the table for the removal of all and like the the, the the rejection of all technology because if they can take our voices from this podcast and make it sound like i threatened to kill the president which you know you just did no <laughs> That's nope, a hypothetical. <laughs> now that they can, you know, someone's going to take that and chop it up. Mm-hmm. But like that's 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 how wars start and yeah. like really bad bad things. Mm-hmm. I just I, it it freaks me out. It's very very scary. Yeah, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. It's too scary. Huh? Let's not do it. On a, from a technological standpoint, it's amazing. Yeah, like it's, the the it's ability cool. of it's, these like, people, right? Yeah, I mean it. It's fascinating, and and that's why we get cool things like Carrie Fisher is still in Star Wars, right? You know, right? That's cool. I like yeah. that, but I don't like the rest of it. Yeah, only Star Wars should be allowed to use it. I think. Yeah, we need like a George Lucas only clause. Yeah, I think so. That yeah. seems reasonable. That right. seems right. Yeah, that seems right. But uh, so, gosh, it just how how do we? move forward knowing that that's possible do we just have to kind of just shrug our shoulders and say well isn't that what we do with everything now we're just like well that seems difficult and crappy but i guess it's just life now i guess i'll just keep living and paying my bills yeah getting up every morning trying to make it right trying to make it watching fake sinbad movies (laughs) (laughs) i still say he was denied a blockbuster award for that performance i think i think he should um we should try to find that video and put it in the show notes. I'm not promising it, people, because I don't know that I have it available. Well, like, but, that's what's yeah. that's the other thing is the internet is such a complicated place now. You just search for like Sinbad Genie movie, you're mm-hmm. going to get fifty fifty between it never happened and it absolutely happened. And here and, it is. And here yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. It's out there. It's out there. You we'll guys find can it. find it. Down and dirty. Oh, sure. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yes, Chrissy. I think I'm ready now. 
So you want to get this off your chest? Let's get down and dirty, babe. It is gone off the reservation. A grand slam home run. Brian, my friend. I need more eggnog. Hang on. Go ahead. Talk. <laughs> you talk, I'll pour. Are you uncomfortable? Not yet, but it's about to be. No. This, this is fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine? Everything's fine. You sure? Hang on. Yes. Okay. That'll be fine. Sometimes if I just make prolonged eye contact with it's, Brian, he gets the, really uncomfortable. It's the, it's, it's, that's that's it's, what I'm going for right now. Waiting for him to I, blush. I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> You're making me spill my eggnog. Mm. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the fun way. <laughs> oh, That's aren't like, you glad we're back? Okay, we need to rewind back to <laughs> the foreplay and talk about what is inevitably in existence, which is like Christmas porn. I bet there's like <gasps> Santa. Porn. No, there's let's, save that, be... let's save that for foreplay next okay, week. Okay, That'll okay. be fun. That's, okay. Guys, that's the foreplay topic we're gonna, next week. We're going to find porn. the Send us your best Christmas us... porn. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking candy canes. <laughs> oh, are we? I, okay. I am. Balls. That's right. Sparkly, sparkly balls. Sparkly balls. <laughs> Santa's white beard. Wow. Mrs. Claus with an eggnog milkshake m- mustache. Oh, my God, Brian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. You say I make you uncomfortable. Jesus. Um, <laughs> what we're actually going to talk about today is um, the holidays and co-parenting slash divorce. Yeah. And, guys, I, uh, I do want to thank you, Brian, because you are are responsible for the content of 95% of this episode. I was brain dead. I'm like, I, don't, I can't do a show. I can't do this show with you. And you put the entire show together. You're you welcome. picked the drink. You picked the foreplay topic. You picked the down and dirty topic. You really were a rock star. Well, thank you. Happy to help. I, this um, makes one out of like a dozen that I have taken a, a, a baker's on. dozen. 13. There you mm-hmm. go. Perfect. Yes. I like it. I think we should keep it up for the next uh, three remaining episodes. We will put you in charge. Perfect. Great. That'd be great. So one of the things that we were talking about was with this whole holiday co-parenting situation, are we spending more or less money on Christmas than we did as married people? Gosh, because, you know, I mean, I'm probably spending more. I'm definitely spending more. Yeah. And I think I don't want, and it's not like it's overt. Like there's no, and listen, I I preface all this to say that I consider myself fairly fortunate and that I don't ever get the sense that my ex-wife and I are in competition with one another Mm -hmm. to like outdo one another. That is a nice feeling. But Mm -hmm. um, there is the situation where you want your kids to have, my kids anyway, like we, I typically do like a quote unquote, like a big gift. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not, I'm not talking thousands of dollars, but you know, a, a fairly significant gift. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one year they got AirPods or something like that. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Um, and so now that's happening at two households. Right. And so, cause mom wants to have a quote unquote big gift too. And so, yeah, I think we're undoubtedly spending more, but it's not like maliciously. So like I want to outdo the other. Right. But I think it's, you're probably still doing what you were doing previously if not a little extra and right. so is she and the right. kids are coming out they're financially like yeah <laughs> well right yeah. yeah that was uh that's i don't know john got my burp there that'd be great I um so. perfect <laughs> um sexy <laughs> don't have to tell me <laughs> um but yeah you know you want them to have a, a nice holiday experience and you don't you you want them to understand what christmas is is and isn't all about like you know it's not supposed to be just a a time for materialism and Mm -hmm. you know rabid avarice and greed 
Wow. Like, nice uh, phrase. Well, that's rabid, the, avarice, and greed. Uh, avarice and greed are kind of, you know, synonyms. So I'm, you know. But rabid and avarice together, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Very, yeah. very fancy. Well, you're Love welcome. You. Thank you. I'll pat myself on the back some more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, you want to have the, you want to give them the good experience, but you don't want to go broke in the process and you don't want to be in competition with your ex spouse. Right. Which could, I mean, it, to me, the other thing, the other part of this conversation is about how actively do you communicate with your ex about mm-hmm. the gifts you're going to get? Because I don't want to duplicate a big gift. If, you know, right. if, if my daughter mentions to both of us that she wants new headphones and I get her headphones and so does her mom, we don't want to step on each other's toes like that. Right, exactly. Um, or open it up at mom's house and be like, oh, I already got this from dad. Right, and then like, this. sucks and then it's all ruined, the it right. takes all the joy out of the other right. person's gift. So we do, yeah. can, we do try to communicate mm-hmm. and I encourage that. If you're out there, um, you know, th- I don't care if you have the, the ugliest divorce in the history of divorces, like make this the one time of year that you do communicate and try to keep it peaceful. Like, hey, the kids Christmas list is X. I'm getting them Y or had planned to. Mm-hmm. What are your plans? Do you and let it go from there? So last Christmas, you may recall that I took my children to Spain. Oh, yeah. I took my children to Spain. So there obviously had to be coordination for that. I had to, uh, you know, to take your children out of the country, you should probably ask their other parent if that's okay. If you don't, you I know, think it's a felony. I but... think it would be problematic <laughs> at minimum and felony at worst, you right, know. Right. So um, so he definitely knew that that's what I was going to do. And it wasn't like a contest thing. It was just a thing that I really wanted to do for my kids. But I almost feel like I shot myself in the foot because for the last month – my kids have been saying to me, like, so is Asia open? Oh, God. What about Africa? What yeah. about, um, let's get Iceland. <laughs> I've done Iceland at Christmas time. It's really fun. I uh, bet it's it is. quite lovely. Wow. Um, they have a extended holiday season. It goes through like January 13th. Well, it's so. like it snows there. It's yeah. like it's mm-hmm. all it's very fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I kind of felt like I shot myself in the foot with that a little bit because. Not every year is going to be that grand. I, right. I don't know if they understand yet. I mean, I think they do, you know, that not every year is that. Not every year is the biggest thing. Yeah. Now, there are some things that are okay to have at both houses, I think. Sure. Like, you know, like there's been times that I'm like, okay, if I do like a bike or if I do, you know, like, you know, some like a razor scooter, you know, something like right, that, right, right. then, you know, do you want that at your house too or do you want them to take it back and forth? Yeah. You know? And I try not to get, like, super caught up in, I bought that sucker. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's theirs. Yeah. You know, I always try to think of everything as, it's yours. I got it for you. Yeah. You know? But, you know, my ex-husband will be like, well, I think they should have bikes at both places. So then if I get new bikes that are bigger or more appropriate to how much they've grown. Right. Then does he feel like he has to get new bikes now, too, because these are, like, baby bikes that they're on <sighs> at his house? I mean, that's you know? a, that's, that's on him. I, I mean... I think the answer is probably yes. You want your kid in a bike that fits him, but uh, but I don't think that um, I wouldn't not buy something just because of the other person's plans to not match it. You know, maybe they get bikes from dad at their birthday this year or something like that. But, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You're not you're not asking for permission. You're just informing him. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, the example of that is my kids got a uh, or my kid got a Nintendo Switch, like a little portable Nintendo thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We only kind of wanted to buy one of those. And so we, you know, he carts it back and forth between the houses. And sometimes you forget a charger and sometimes, you know, this and that. But but uh, he, he carts that back and forth and we haven't had an issue. That's what I was kind of wondering about. I was wondering, like, do you still, like, is there any opportunity for shared funding of a present? 
I we did. Oh gosh, what was the thing that we bought? Oh crap. Yeah, the answer is yes. I, I, and again, that's going to be so dependent, don't you think, on right. the relationship you're in with your ex? I mean, like, uh, you know, my, my ex-wife works at a, an attorney's office that does family law, and and she just says on over and over again how grateful she is that we're not like some of these people mm-hmm. that she works with. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just I think that Christmas is a good example of when that because because we do tend to be cooperative. On the big stuff. So, if there's a really big thing, you know, like a new fancy laptop, we'll, we'll go in on that. My daughter turned 13 recently. Yeah. And what she said she wanted for her 13th birthday was a shopping spree. Like she wanted to go get a bunch of new clothes and, yep. you know, big girl stuff and, you know, pretty, pretty, whatever. And I talked to her dad about it. And I was like, do you want, I was like, I totally understand if you want to do something different, you know, uh, but if you want to go in on this, I'll take her shopping, you know, if, if you want to give her some money or you want to whatever. And I think that in this instance, it backfired for her. I don't think she felt like she got the best 13-year-old celebration because, like, my siblings sent her a little bit of money for shopping. Her dad, I guess because he thought that I was taking care of it, he only took her for, like, two hours on her birthday to, like, have dinner with her or whatever. And, um... When he took her, he just handed her three twenties. He gave her sixty dollars in cash, and he's uh-huh. like, "Take this to your mom. You know, this is my contribution towards your shopping spree, or whatever." And she felt really let down. She felt like, yeah. you know, like, and so she brings me sixty bucks, and I put it in my wallet, and I go buy everything That's... on the credit card. Like the whole thing ended. I I don't think that it went, yeah, as planned. That's sort of bad yeah. form on the ex's part, though, right? Because, I mean, like, you got to – this is the other thing. Like, I don't communicate with my kids about money, about, like, you know, well, your mom spent this and I spent that and we're going right. together and it's not mm-hmm. fair and blah, blah, blah. And, and I don't keep a tally of anything like that with the kids. Right. And I feel like you, if you – just in general, I think that's bad form to involve your kids in anything financial between two adults because it puts them but in I, the middle. he was giving it to her. As the so gift? She, like, here's yeah, your gift? Yeah. But, like, didn't come with a card? Or I didn't asked come if she got a card, and she said, well, you gave me a card, you know? Was, um, if the money was in the card, like, with I a sweet note, I don't know. You're walking the line know. there. Like, You're walking the line I there. don't know. I just know that I had a disappointed kid, and yeah. it, I don't know if he wanted to be, like, a part of the experience with her, but I took her shopping, and I did, you know, yeah. like, all the fun stuff, and, yeah. you know, like, I... You know, and she was like, this was kind of a let. She goes, 13 is kind of a big deal. And I think yeah. she was a little bit let down, you know. Yeah. And you feel we just, for her. We didn't do it right, you know. Like, I think it was a good attempt. Yeah. There was a try there, but we didn't Execution right. could have been yeah. could have a been hair better. better. Could have been yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Let's talk about the elf on a shelf. Oh, man. Just traditions in general like that. Like, where does your effing elf live? Like, mm-hmm. I've only got one kid right now that still believes in the the, the, in magical the magic of the elves. part of elves and Santa and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I haven't had an elf at my house mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like you know, m- mom got custody of the dog and she also got custody of the <laughs> elf. And I made it very clear from the first year. I was like, elf elf lives at your house. And I, I don't I don't feel you like didn't get an, a new friend to I live at your house. No, I didn't get an elf. No, I didn't get an elf. No. So we have an elf, and actually I told this story on how to do life, but I'm going to tell it again because okay. I love it. It's such a great story. Um, So last night was the first night ever that the elves moved that I, I didn't know that they moved. Oh. So I was laying in bed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I should check on the elves. I should yeah. go. I should go see what the elves are up to. 
And I got out of bed and I walked out to where the elves were, which was on the clock. Right. And I looked at the clock. No elves. And there were no elves. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, where are the elves? And then I, as the grown up, got well, to go on the Easter egg hunt <laughs> and I found them. And they were right where one of my children hoped that they would go next. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was the first time that someone that the magic of the elves was um, not propelled by me and was experienced by me. I was like, that's hilarious. they're real magic. I'm pretty sure they're real magic. They went so, right where they they were hoped to go. They look at that. Is the is the prediction that your oldest moved them for the pleasure of the youngest, or did they work together? Are, are you going to ask, or are you going to go with it? It was the youngest. Oh, really? It was the youngest. I know it was. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the night before, the youngest had busted me out, starting to put one of them on the clock. Oh, and like I ran for it. Like he fell on the floor. The elf was just on the floor. Like my my child totally saw me. Like yeah. He saw that the elf had been handled. I, um, but, did so, you put cinnamon on the elf? Because you got to put cinnamon on the elf to no, kill the human germs. No, you don't um, know about that rule? No. But what he did when he saw me do this uh-huh. was he walked downstairs and he grabbed the elf and he put him back where he had been previously. Uh-huh. Like he had not moved yet. Because the, the other, cause there, there, there's two friends, right? And they were all sitting by the reindeer. Like all the elves were over by the reindeer. Yeah. So he put it back by the reindeer. And then when he went to bed... The elves moved to the clock, and when he came down in the morning, he's like, "Wow, look at that! The elves moved right where you thought you might, uh, right where I saw you near them." You know, so um, I think that once he uh, had touched the elf for the first time, he's like, "I'm going to continue to do this. It's a lot of fun." Yeah. So, and truly, it was magical for me. It was That's wonderful. Funny. I, I hope that we're all elf hiders now. I hope that everybody's in on it, and we just take turns. When did the elf on the shelf start? Because Not that long ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, it has quickly become like the quintessential uh, Christmas like holidays tradition. Yeah. And like, talk about a marketing wizard, right? Who made that mother effer up? Like, I the elf. I hate the elf. Like me and my ex wife, we used to lay in bed, and like I remember when all the kids were young enough to do the whole believe in business, mm-hmm. you, I mean, Santa Claus is, is our friend at the North Pole and we get that. So if you're listening in the car with the kids, like just, you know, the elf on the shelf is magic and we, we, you know, yeah, sometimes we know. Santa taps mm-hmm. us to assist. Right. But like, I remember laying in bed and like shooting up like, you know, Kevin's mom on mm-hmm. the airplane and home alone and mm-hmm. thinking <gasps> the elf. Yes. And like, you got, you got to move so it much stress, before so much the kids wake up. And then I've woken up at five in the morning and remember, like had my first sip of coffee before going to the gym and look at the elf and be like, Oh crap, I got to move you. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you just like chuck him into the tree. And like, there's right. some really lazy mm-hmm. elf people. I am a lazy elf person. Then there's the elf overachievers. I have, I have a oh, friend. I hate those people. I have a friend who is an elf overachiever and it's a boy, which makes it even more interesting because he like plays dress up with the elves. He, they have a lot of costumes. Okay. They have a hot air balloon. They have, Mm-hmm. Um, an airplane. They have the other day. The elf was in um, a sleigh with all of her Barbie friends being pulled by the My Little Ponies, and I'm like, "Y'all, come on, man!" I mean, like, I just this is another example of I wonder if not for someone's ability to post that picture of the elves on Instagram right. and get 150 it's likes. It's not for your kids. Would it's for you, us. <laughs> right. Would you do, would you put that much effort into like making like, you know, 
you know, you know, uh, Mission Impossible elf, like right. uh, repelling down the Christmas tree. And, the other day, and, my sister texted me a picture of someone had wrapped all of their cabinets and appliances in wrapping paper. The elf had done that the night before for their family. The parents are stupid. Stupid. Parents, y'all. I'm like, A, that looks ugly. <laughs> just, the, just so hateful about it. The yeah. internet has ruined Ruined America. everything. Yeah. Where there's no like deep fakes, deep and, fakes, and Pinterest. If I could deep fake my elf, that's what I would do. Like, <laughs> you know, like somebody else make it happen for me and make that's it look funny. like it. Like, give it some neighbor like a key to your place, and your only job is to come in every night at oh midnight and uh, and move the elf. I don't want someone in my house at midnight. That's real scary. That's real creepy. No thanks. No thanks. But it's it's a fun idea. <laughs> how about uh, how about you got your real tree? I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another one of those traditions that I am hanging on to with dear, by, with, you know, by the skin of my teeth. Mm-hmm. I uh, I love. Did a you real have a real tree, tree as a kid too? Always. Yeah. Always, mm-hmm. always, always. At uh, both houses. Both houses. Okay. Real tree. Mm-hmm. And um and years ago, um, a friend of mine started a tradition of cutting the bottom off of his Christmas tree and dating it. Oh, I remember you told me this. And uh, yeah. and we never did that with my ex, and I decided that. I've got, I'm going to start that. So mm-hmm. I've got a little stack of three little Christmas tree stumps mm-hmm. with 2018, 2019, and 2020 written mm-hmm. on them now. And uh, and that's going to be the thing I do until the kids are out of the house. What do you do with them? Do you like hang them up? Do they put no, them as decorations? They, originally my intent was to set them out with my Christmas decorations, Just uh-huh. and, but now they just lay sideways like like coasters mm-hmm. stacked up on a bookshelf. Oh, and so I can cute. always kind of yeah. see like, hey, that's the oldest to the newest. And oh, I like that. Pick it up and remember that that's the year I got my son, you know, his first BB gun or whatever it is. You know, we can um, we can look back on those memories and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, my ex, uh, she jumped on the fake tree bandwagon, which I think is something she was probably aching to do for years. And I was <laughs> like, I was, I had my heels dug in and I won the real Christmas tree argument. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I, you know, I'm team real tree all the way. So I grew up with a fake tree and I never had a real tree. And until... I was, I was all ready to give you a lot of crap about this. And then you told me why. And yeah. I was like, well, now I'm kind of a dick. So yeah, sorry. So my dad had a really severe pine allergy. So yeah. we always had a fake tree. Um, I will say that our fake tree, like I never really liked it. It's, it's kind of, kind of gross because you, we would put tinsel on it and everything oh, yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah. And then that never comes off right. right. And then you just got to put more on every year to cover right. up how dirty and ugly. The you new know? tree is sponsored by like Reynolds Wrap because it's all silver. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. ridiculous. And Christmas, I, I think that if I recall this correctly, they're not as popular now, but you can still find them. Back in like the 60s and 70s, you could get like blue fake Christmas yes. trees and pink uh-huh. fake Christmas trees oh, yeah. and all these other crazy They're still out colors. there a little bit, but yeah, it was that's real popular neat. for a I minute. That's kind of neat. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah it's kind of fun. I think that my daughter would love a bright pink Christmas tree in her yeah. room, like just for yeah. herself. She would love that, you know? I got a little, um, I do have three little, like three foot tinselly colored trees mm-hmm. that I put up in the kids' rooms on their desks and dressers. So that's what I don't have my children this week and next week is the week of Christmas. So I'm kind of kind of I'm going to do up their rooms a little bit. Oh, that's sweet. I um, like that. For that, yeah. I like that. Um what about decorations? Do you have any like were there any special decorations, anything really cool that either you kept or that you sacrificed? <laughs> I thought the, about this after we, after we had this conversation. The answer is really no, but my ex was very nice and she went through our Christmas ornaments and gave me a handful of like 
the one that my son made with his mm-hmm. handprint in like mm-hmm. third grade or the one that my daughter made in preschool. So I have a handful of like personalized like ornaments from my kids, you know, childhood. But uh, but yeah, the, the you know, the, the major, you know, direction uh, uh, decorations live on at their house. I did also get the uh, my, my grandmother on my dad's side carved a really sort of terrifying looking nativity scene uh-huh. out of like olive wood or something like that and there's okay. just like these emotionless faces and scary but, but but she made all their clothes and so i have this really creepy nativity scene that i can t- i have a picture of on my phone i'll show you when we're done can we post it in the show notes yeah totally oh we'll post it oh It'll totally yeah, yeah. The, uh-huh. brian's creepy nativity scene like you know so your ex was probably delighted to, to give get you rid that. of that yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> She's um, like, yeah, you can, and you then, can keep that family heirloom. And Go then I will it. say that the uh, the Christmas ornament that was on the top of the pile, like here you can have these, mm-hmm. was, and I think it might have been sort of a subtle dig, but there was a uh, a Darth Vader Christmas ornament. Mm-hmm. And so I got the Darth Vader Christmas <laughs> ornament. I got this blown glass Darth Vader nice. that uh, I feel like maybe I am, yeah. you know, a villain in some, in some circles. In some people's lives, so perhaps. There you go. Yeah, you got to be a villain. If you're not a villain you're somewhere, villain. then you're just boring. Yep. Fantastic. Funny. Let's move on and talk a little bit about like the scheduling of because when we yeah. get our kids now at Christmas time, it's different. It's a little bit different. And I was starting to tell you, I told you yesterday that so since my divorce, we have it written in our divorce agreement that, you know, whoever gets spring break, the opposite person gets Christmas, blah, 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 blah. But we've never followed it. Yeah. So. What we've always done is just continued our regular week on week off schedule, continued the consistency. We've split the day, yeah. so you have Christmas morning at one house, Christmas afternoon at the other house. Um, but every year since my divorce, it has been that it happens to be that Christmas falls on the week that they're with their dad. Gotcha. And so what we have done every year so far is that I go and get them on Christmas Eve for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And we do the cookies, and our elves bring us pajamas every year. Yeah. And so we get our pajamas, and they go back to Dad's house in the pajamas so that they'll get cute pictures at Dad's house too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, then Christmas morning, they wake up at Dad's house. Yeah. And it actually works out nicely for me. It's not what I thought I was going to like with my children. It's not yeah. what I thought of Christmas of, yeah, you yeah. know, when I had children. But um, I'm a late riser usually anyway. Sure. So I get up around 11. I make a cup of coffee. I, you know, they're up. They've Just been up for hours. They've... Time out for two shakes. Yes. You all heard that right. Don't have to rewind. She gets up around 11. On Christmas. Because you were up so late the night before? Perhaps. Mm. Okay. Carry on. Perhaps I was finishing um, last minute things, enjoying my Christmas tree. Perfect. Enjoying the splendor of the season. And then you enjoyed a long winter's nap. And then I enjoyed a long winter's nap. Yeah. Until 11 o'clock. So I get up. <laughs> like a college kid. <laughs> okay. Young at heart. Go ahead. Young at heart. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. That's what it is. So I get up, make a cup of coffee. It's like Christmas morning to me. I mean, right, it's almost right, right. afternoon, right, but it's morning. Right. And I go over and I get them. I pick them up and I usually have like loud Christmas music blaring out my windows, yep. you know, and I pull up and they're excited and they're usually waiting outside and they've, they're all jacked up on candy and presents already from dad's right. house. And I take them to my house and we do um, Christmas at my house and we hang out for a little bit and maybe eat a meal and yeah. then they go back. Yeah. Um, and that's what we've done every year. And this year I asked my ex-husband, I was like, hey, you know, I haven't had the kids on Christmas morning, you know, since the divorce. And I was wondering if um, 
if I could, if I could take him Christmas Eve night and have him Christmas morning and bring him to you Christmas afternoon. And he nicely said that would be fine. That would be yeah. fine. And I told my children that, and they said, that's not what we want. That's not how we do Christmas. Interesting. Yeah. So now I have to get in contact with their dad and see. If we can unwind that fine. one. Yeah, if he's fine doing it the regular way. Now what's interesting is next year. 2021 the calendar flips right yes 2021 all the way through when they will graduate high school now they will be their week will be with me christmas week wow and um so i'm interested to see if they still want to go to dad's on christmas eve or if they want or or if they're like well this is where we are and this is where we're supposed to be you know so yeah yeah i'm really interested to see how it flips next year but for this year I felt like if I'm the only one who wants it different, and the other part is I really like the way we've done it. Yeah. It's, it's just, it doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel as traditional as yeah. I would like it to, but I guess we really get to do what works for us, right? Yeah. We really get to do what That's, feels fun for our family, yeah. and this feels fun for our family, so I guess we do it this is way there, now. There's no, I think the answer, I mean, is that there's no wrong way to do it. Right. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like. It's still Christmas. Yeah, and it's, isn't it so funny? I think it's really interesting that your kid was the one that was like, um, that's not how we do that's, Christmas. That's not like how this. we want to do it. They've yeah. grown accustomed to this tradition, yeah. and they like it and appreciate it. I like it, which waking to me, up there, you know. Which to me is sort of like a kudos to mom and dad for developing a scenario where your kids got accustomed to something and want to keep it. Thank you. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it, like I said, it's not. When you have children and you think about the holiday traditions that yeah. you're going to put forward and what it's going to look like, you you know you might have an ideal, but just like anything else in life, right? It doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't yeah. mean that the way it does work out isn't beautiful, though. Right? And, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah, we do. Um, we have always done. We sort of mirrored my experience as a child, which was not. Ugh. Uh, you know, my Christmas as a kid was fine. I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it was the way it was because the custody arrangement that my parents had was so swayed towards my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom had us, well, my dad saw us every Tuesday night for dinner and every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight days out of the month. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was with my mom. So you're like at 78, you know, 75, 78% right. mom, you know, and a little bit with dad. Love my dad. Had a great time, you know, blah, blah, blah. But consequently christmas was always exactly the same so we always did christmas eve at my dad's house so dad would come get us around lunchtime or so on christmas eve because we were off for christmas break from school and then we would spend the afternoon with him at his house hanging out having fun and we would have a nice dinner and do presents like my dad's family's presents Mm -hmm. at my dad's house so my dad my grandmother would come over um my stepmom was always there and her mom and Mm -hmm. maybe a friend or two um, cause my stepmom had some friends that would come over from time to time on Christmas. And so we had a big celebration at dad's house and then he would take us home late, you know, nine, 10, 10 30, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to bed and wake up and have Christmas morning with mom. And then we would go out and about and have Christmas lunch with her family and all these other things. But now that I'm, now that I'm me and I've got kids, I'm like you, like mm-hmm. waking up on Christmas morning in a quiet house mm-hmm. and the presents are already open. And everything already happened, like sucks. That bums yeah. me out. Mm-hmm. And so I can see myself in the next couple of years asking for a swap. Be like, hey, so can we do it this weather way this time? It makes sense that you did it the way you did because that's what you'd seen before. Right, right, right. You right, know, right. so um, you just did what you're know, like. Well, this is the way it goes. But right. now that you've experienced it for a couple yeah. years, and you know, like we all want that little bit of magic with our kids for the limited number of years that we get it you know right. so it makes sense like my oldest yeah. is in ninth grade 
Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's uh that time is slipping away quick. Yeah. So, but yeah, Christmas has always been uh my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Um just from the from the standpoint of, you know, what it represents and the, the time with family and the season and all of that. Um and so yeah, I kind of miss I miss Christmas morning with my kids being divorced. That sucks. Yeah, that does. Suck. Maybe like maybe I'll get one back one of these days. I hope so. Me too. I hope that works out for you. That would be great. Brian, next time we're going to talk about the holidays and dating. Woof. Yeah. This should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? Um, I certainly can you, be fun. I can. <laughs> yeah. You got Christmas Eve available? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have somebody come over and um, soothe your sadness. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's all good. Have some more Christmas cocktails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was a good one. Sleep till um, I liked, 11. I like sleep till 11. <laughs> yep. Get up the next day. Right. And, I guess I'll go get those kids now. Right. <laughs> this was a good uh, Christmas cocktail. Good. Um, I can't wait to see what we come up with next week. And I want to thank you again for um, the content this week, for doing most of the show. Absolutely. For getting me back on the horse because I there was like, go. I don't know, dude. I, I was really scared to, I mean, I, I felt those jitters coming into this episode I like too. I did the first one. I was like. I did too. Because oh. for the last few months, I've been doing like the every 10th episode with, right, with right, right. you know, how to mm-hmm. do life. And that's a great time. But there's like zero pressure. I'm sitting in the third chair, like right, just minding exactly. my own business and chiming in with fun one-liners. And here I have to be like half of the people. <laughs> yeah. You have to say half of the things. Right. You have to say half the things. Well, so next time we're going to talk about the holidays and dating. It's going to be a fun adventure. We will be, um, you will hear us the next three Thursdays. So you'll hear us today on Thursday. You'll hear us. That one will be right before Christmas. We'll come out the next one, I think. Calendar check for me. Hmm. December. This Thursday is the 17th. Yep. Next Thursday is Christmas Eve, the 24th. Yes, so, uh, so our next episode will come out on Christmas Eve. Oh, we'll have what? to plan a good drink for that. We'll have to do something fun for that. When you're up late wrapping presents and building bicycles, you can turn on <laughs> how to, how to uh, no, not how, well, you can do how, how to do, do You life. can turn on how to do life. You That's fine. Any you of these fabulous shows uh, from this Any feed. of them from, and, from this um, how to do family. And plan your divorce because undoubtedly you put in the other a bike and- <laughs> And hating your spouse. It will be great. It'll be fantastic. We're glad that we can be there for you, that we can help you guys out. Uh, so we'll do Christmas Eve, and then we're, is it New Year's Eve is the episode after that. Oh, God. And then our last yes. episode will be our New Year's episode. It'll be, we'll be done with divorce. Right. <laughs> Just over it. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine by then. No more problems. And uh, no more problems. And so we'll close this show. They won't just be two single idiots. Yeah. Are we, do we still, how long do you have to tell the world you're divorced? Forever? Is that your status until you're remarried? Or can you ever just call yourself single? I like to just call myself single. Interesting. I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty I – I mean, it's not necessarily clear that I'm divorced because I have children. But, right. I mean, my age and my children and my whatever probably is a pretty clear indicator. It's a big neon, a big neon red D with an arrow pointing right, to exactly. divorce. divorce. Yeah, just wear it on my chest like right. scarlet letter. Scarlet letter. Exactly. God, don't even joke. <laughs> Until next time. See you guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Would anyone like a tissue? I'm fine. We're fine. Everything Everything's is fine. fine. Got a question for Chrissy and Brian? Connect with Not Quite Therapy on Patreon, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out How to Do Life, too, on all these platforms and on the podcast app of your choice. Hey, Brian. Yes, Chrissy? That was kind of fun. 
I think I need another drink. Phew, those two are special. (laughs) 